Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Ha actually, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Has anyone actually got a birthday today here in the building? Has anyone? Who ha Hazel Ford? The wonderful, the one and only Hazel Ford. Oh, wait for it. All right, here goes. Oh, now this is dangerous and hazardous. All right, to the good Lord himself, Jesus. Unfortunately, his birthday was on Christmas Day. What a bummer. Poor guy. And to Hazel as well. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus and Hazel Ford. Harmonies, please. Oh, well done. Well done. Right, um, Hazel, if you could just stand up. If you just stand up for me. Is that okay? And just blow really hard, okay? After three. One, two, three. She did it. Well done. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Hi, everyone. Happy Christmas. All right. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Very nice. If you don't know me, my name's Nigel. I'm doing the tricky Christmas talk. Everyone's thinking is keep it short. I've got the turkey in the oven. want to go home. So we're going to keep it short and sweet. Um, very, very lovely to see you. Before we go on any further, okay, I want to do a big shout out to someone here. Julia, working at the BRI on night shifts. She's here and then leaving the service and sleeping for the rest of the day. This is her one bit of Christmas. Let's hear it for Julia. Well done, Julia. All right. Lovely. So we're celebrating Christmas, the birth of a baby. In fact, I remember when our very first baby was born. I've got three boys. And I remember when our first one was born, Sam. In fact, I've got a little photo here. This is Sam who was born. And that's the lovely Lorna. Look at that. Look at that. Look at, oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, cute. We nearly ate him. He was so lovely. So what I did, where we lived, we're in a road, and people were very excited that we're having a baby. So I put a sign up in our front window so the whole road would know what would happen. Now, I thought this was a good idea. Because people had been asking me for quite a long time. The baby was quite overdue. And I thought, right, I'll just tell them it's all good. It's happened. We're all fine. Thank you very much. But the plan backfired. It backfired badly because that seemed to create a green light for anyone who either we knew or didn't know to turn up in our house and come and see a baby. And so uh, what we then found was the door just kept going and people started coming around. So here's just some of the people that started appearing and coming around. We'll just flick through them, Steve. Here we go. This is Sam Parker. He turned up. He doesn't even like babies. And neither did Sam either. Greg Dutre, Greg and George, they were there. They came over. Lizzie Clausen. And loads. And there's Auntie Joanna having a lovely cuddle. Keep going, keep going. Uncle Paul, he came as well. Jen Lister. Actually, there's just loads. Keep going through. Rob Short. There's lots of people just started turning up and coming to... <laughs> yeah. Why, why can't church leaders just be normal? Why can't they be normal? They can't. 
Anyway, yeah, he turned up as well. Oh, look, and he came along, and people just kept coming along all the time to see the baby. They, really, they didn't want to see us. They just wanted to see the baby. It wasn't good enough that they knew the baby had been born. No, they wanted to see the baby. They wanted to come and have a cuddle. Exhausting. And the other thing was they brought gifts. Now, that was great up to a point. Some people turn up and said, yeah, just a couple of bags of stuff for you. Some of it's age seven to eight, but it'll grow into it. People you've never met before, all the baby paraphernalia. Have people everyone having a good clear out? You know who you are. Like, oh, they'll, I'm sure they'll need it. So our house was full of stuff. In fact, Lorna's dad, all the people at work, they had a whip round and got this lovely present for, for Sam. He works in London, but the fact was, he's retired for like 10 years. We didn't know any of them, and people were sending gifts and getting very excited that a baby had been born. Hmm, I wonder what this has got to do with the Christmas story. Wow, it has. In fact, it's very similar to Christmas story. I'm going to get our friend Sam. Sam's going to come on up. She's just going to read a little bit for us. Come on up, Sam, and we'll have this on the screen as well. This is a little reading. You'll know this very well. After they had been with King Herod, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Thank you. Round of applause to Sam. Thank you so much, Sam. Now, we, we love the Magi here at Woody's. We're big fans of the Magi because they're mysterious and they're a bit weird. They're a bit odd. They're basically nosy neighbours just like the people I live with. And they saw a sign. What was the sign that the Magi saw? Shout it out. What did they see? The star. That's right. They saw this sign. They thought, oh, this is something. And they went along, and it led them to where Jesus was. You see, they followed the sign. In fact, the Christmas story is full of signs. I don't know if you've noticed that as you've read it. In fact, the prophecy of Isaiah says there is a sign, and it is the sign that the virgin will be with a child. Actually, when the angels appeared to the shepherds, they said, there's going to be a sign to you. You're going to find a baby in a manger. You don't put babies in mangers. It's a sign. Actually, the star was a sign. There was lots of signs pointing to what God was doing. And actually, signs are really helpful. They're very useful. They tell you where to go or where you should be heading. Or maybe if you're in the wrong way and you're not sure where to go, signs are very, very helpful. But the thing with signs... Signs aren't the thing. Signs point to the thing. Signs aren't the thing. You see, the Magi could be looking at the star and just really get into the star and just love the star. But they did more than that. They didn't just look at the star. They allowed the sign, the star, to lead them somewhere. And actually, signs are important to us today. Whether it's going down a wrong way street or a no entry, actually, we need signs to help us navigate. Otherwise, we get a bit lost. Now, you see, the thing with signs is that God is still in the business of giving signs today. God hasn't stopped giving signs. This wasn't just for the Christmas story. But God loves to give signs again for those who are looking. Maybe especially for those who are seeking or interested. Like the Magi, they, there was something in them that they wanted to find out more. They were kind of looking for something. And you see, there's one thing seeing a sign, but then there's another thing doing something about it. 
the Magi decided to do something about it. Not only seeing the star, but they wanted to follow it and they wanted to get somewhere. God is still in the business of giving signs today. Signs of his grace, signs of his purposes, signs of his plan. Signs are really important to us and the Christmas story speaks about that. In fact, Jesus himself was a sign. Simeon prophesying over the baby says, this child will be a sign to Israel. Actually pointing, who is Jesus pointing to? Actually, Jesus points to the Father, to God himself, who gave his one and only son. And actually, that is a sign himself. Jesus is a sign. But here's the good news. Actually, today, you and me can be a sign. You and me can be a sign to God. Just ordinary you and me doing a standard Christmas day. We can be a sign. How do you do that? Well, the greatest sign is the sign of love, where we love one another. And we love people. But as we do, it's more than that. It's a sign that points to something else, something bigger, something truer. You see, if you ever see a sign of Bristol, then um, all it is is a sign of Bristol. But that isn't the city that we live in. It's just the sign. It points to the bigger reality of the city, the place that we love and live in. And so it is that signs point to the bigger reality. Jesus, even himself, points to the bigger reality, the bigger story of God and his plans and his love for the world. Actually, in the Bible, we have a phrase called signs and wonders, doing miracles and exciting supernatural things. But you know the greatest sign and wonder is to love and to love one another deeply and truly. And I I, I pray for you guys and for myself as well that today, whatever you get or don't get at Christmas, there's one thing you can do. You can give and you can love. And that is a great sign. Maybe even today, you being here, being in this funny church with a weird guy with a top hat and bad jokes, maybe that might even be a sign for you that maybe God's, God's just catching your attention in a crazy way. So I'm going to pray for you this morning. Lord, as we celebrate Christmas, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, we thank you that he is a sign, Jesus, that points us to you. And I pray for each one of us, God, may we... Uh, grow in our love and knowing of you. But more than that, may we be signs, may we help people to know you and point to you through our lives. So God bless you. May the peace and the love, the joy of Christ be with you now and throughout this day. Amen.